Welcome back to 10 Songs with Aaron, the VIPs and MP3s edition, where I take a trip down memory lane to reminisce about some old friends as well as associate some of my favorite songs with them. So this time around, I'm going to get into my college ex-girlfriend, Stacy. Stacy and I have a actually a strangely long history together because I actually met Stacy when I was in like second grade at a summer school at Iolani. I remember having a crush on her back then. From that time, I knew friends that were going to the same school as her, and I would always try to keep up with her, but not really. And then when I started quote-unquote eighth grade dating Julie, and her friend Alicia was around, I realized that Stacy went to the same school as both of them, and they were all on the tennis team together. Back then, I thought they were all close friends, and, you know, fast forward to our freshman year of college, I find out that she's going to the school 45 minutes away from me. We would periodically get in touch with each other, hang out a little bit, but ultimately, she found a boyfriend down there or whatever, and then we'd kind of fall off. You know, every so often, if, if she was single, she would pop back up on the screen, tell me what's up, come down or whatever, and be very friendly. So during the summer of going into our junior year, like I was talking about with me and Tina when we were hanging out, and Tina and I were, you won't say in competition, but we were pushing each other to find significant others. And so ultimately, Tina went in her direction, and I went in mine. And so ultimately, through various incidences and discussions, you know, Stacy and I got together. Logistically it was it was easy and difficult because we were we were in the same state, which was good. We were also in different area codes, which was bad because I ran up huge phone bills. But I was able to either find a way down to you see her or she would make her way up to see me. It worked out pretty well. But ultimately things came crashing to a halt in the early part of the following year and we subsequently broke up and it was not the prettiest thing in the world and it was not good so yeah (laughs) we'll we'll put a pin on it right there and we'll get into the top 10 list right now so number 10 usher you make me wanna this got to number two in 1997 it could never beat out candle in the wind candle in the wind's 14 week run at number one at that time Every time I went down to Eugene, they would always play this song on KDUK, K-Duck, 104.7. Every 45 minutes, I heard this song. It was ingrained so much in my head, it was crazy. Number 9, Notorious B.I.G. featuring Puff Daddy and Mace, Mo Money, Mo Problems, got to number 1 in 97, replacing I'll Be Missing You. So Puff got back-to-back number 1 singles, posthumously with the Notorious B.I.G., of course. Stacy hated this song. She hated it as much as I hated Aqua's Barbie Girl. Had I picked all the songs that reminded me of Stacey, Barbie Girl would have been on it. But I hate that song. So that didn't make the list. This made the list because I remember she didn't like this song. And I knew it irritated her. Number eight, Uncle Sam, I Don't Ever Want to See You Again. This got to number six in 98. This was written and produced by Nate Morris for Uncle Sam. The breakup was not pretty. This song just came out at that time. This gave me all the feels, especially that feeling of anger you get when you hear this song. It's very difficult for me to listen to this song anymore. Number seven, Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. 
You guys know this song. Biggest song in 1997. Number one. Academy Award for Best Original Song. Won a Grammy for Song of the Year. Best Pop Vocal Performance. And Best Song Written for a Movie. I just remember hating Titanic. I remember going to this movie at the Waikiki 3. That was like the last movie I ever saw there. And it was so crowded. The air conditioning was not on. And it was hot. I just thoroughly disliked this movie. I think it was probably because of Leonardo DiCaprio. I ultimately did like this song, even though it's probably overplayed, oversung, over-sentimentalized, whatever you want to call it. Number six, Ryan McKnight's Anytime. This got to number six in 97. Another song that gave me the feels during that time. Again, it's about breaking up and you're asking the previous significant other, do you ever think of me? You know, that type of thing. And the answer's probably no, since they broke up with you. <laughs> Number five, Cecilio and Capono, About You. So this song came out in 70, 78, I think. So the reason why this made the list is because when Stacy and I started dating, we went to the 25th year reunion concert at the Shell. And so About You, beautiful ballad, good time at the Shell, very memorable experience. I'm sure her cousin hated it when we were there. Number four, I picked Mariah Carey, Butterfly. Never made the Billboard Hot 100 in 97 because it didn't have a single. One of Mariah's biggest songs. One of those real big sweeping ballads that only Mariah can do. Again, it's about a breakup. The whole trope of setting something free and if they come back, it was meant to be. All that BS. It's all the things you're trying to tell yourself during this time. You know, when you're breaking up with somebody. Number three... Capenna, Sea of Heartbreak, from 1996. I didn't know that this song was a remake. This was one of the biggest surprises to me. That I only learned about this maybe three or four years ago, that Sea of Heartbreak was not a Capenna original, but a, and I cannot tell you who sang the original. One of my favorite Capenna songs of all time. It is upbeat, so it sounds like it's a happy song, but it's really about being broken up, being by yourself. Number two, Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply. Got to number one in 1997. If it wasn't for the number one song, this song, Truly Madly Deeply, could have been me and Stacy's song at that time. Savage Garden was a monster. They put out great songs, very catchy. You could really associate with them. And yes, the song is cheesy as hell. And it has all the tropes. But you know what? When you're in a relationship, in love, all the goofy tropes all make sense. <laughs> Alright, so number one, the number one song that reminds me of Stacy, Casey and JoJo, All My Life. This got to number one in 97, got Grammy nominations for Best R&B Vocal Performance and Best R&B Song. I'm going to go on a limb and say that I liked this song before it got bigger than anything else out there at that time. Stacy had the mini disc for... Casey and JoJo's Love Always. This is when we thought Minidisc was going to be huge. Never got that big. She got it from like Japan or something. We would play the hell out of this song all the time, she and I, whenever we were together. Loved the song. And only like the following year, it exploded. And so by the time it exploded, I was already broken up with her. And to me, it was played out and kind of made me mad. But looking back, I still love this song. I like the... The string arrangement, I like the piano introduction, I like that they oversing the song, I know it's all cheesy goofiness, some of the lyrics are stupid, 
but I really love this song. This is, this was one of those songs that, it might be a song that it might be played to the end of time at weddings. All the sentiment, all the feels. So needless to say, after we broke up, I didn't talk to her for a long period of time. At least 10 years. It was 10 years later that I saw her next. And then I'm gonna, and I'm gonna leave it at that. So if you have an idea of what this song list was about, hit me up, 10songsign at gmail.com. Like and subscribe. Give me nice ratings that wherever you find me. And I will talk to you guys later. Thank you.